0: Another edition of Sounding Board, um, our second our second visual edition. Yeah, that's going to be going on YouTube. You, you may notice, obviously not if you're listening on the podcast, but we've we've moved around a little bit now that we now that you can see us. We're experimenting with where we are with our visuals. We're still in the same room, um, but we've got a we, there was a bit too much table last time. Um, we're just so playing we, around with this, so we, we've we've moved around. We're not we're not Joe Rogan yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite, not quite. Um, so Nick, you mentioned the other day uh, that it's almost 30 years since the fall
1: of the Berlin Wall. Yeah, I think it's like the 8th of November or something, uh, so it's only a couple of days' time. Uh, and yeah, that's quite a significant one, I thought, 30 years. Um, partly I thought we should talk about it because we've often spoken about how we think we're kind of the the end of a kind of Golden era, a golden age of people that remember um, the fall of communism, um, and uh, that we you know it was it happened during our lifetime. Um, I, mean, I was I was a, I was a bit young. I was nine, um, but uh, but this is something that happened in our lifetimes. Uh, yeah, the end of the Cold War happened in our lifetimes, um, and we saw the immediate aftermath. And uh, what happened with with Germany specifically, but also with the Soviet Union, um, and uh, it's all but forgotten, isn't it?
0: Well, I think it's a kid. I don't kids today. About kids these days, but they don't have anything similar. Like you say, we we kind of grew up in this kind of the, the kind of the, the golden age where you know you had uh, you know we, we kind of we grew up in this kind of analog age, but then. Everything digital kind of came later, so we've got that yeah. one th- kind of transition where kind of suddenly everything was kind of moving to computers and to phones. But we experienced both, and it feels a little bit like that in that we experienced a world that still had socialism and communism and the USSR and East Germany, and then there was that kind of there was that defining point again in the you know in the sort of late eighties early nineties where you know these kind of Eastern Bloc countries were breaking away and they were you know moving towards capitalism. And it was close to us. It was in Europe, you know. Yeah. So these days, you've got like North Korea and and Venezuela and Cuba and places. They're all so far away, miles away. So you don't know people who you know have experienced it. You've got you know everything is kind of you know second or third hand. Whereas you know East Germany was around the corner, and even Russia wasn't too far away, and these mm-hmm. Eastern Bloc countries weren't weren't too far away. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when it came down then? Like, because obviously you were a bit younger than me. But do you? I,
1: I do, and the anecdote I'll, I'll say is that I remember it being on the TV. It being on the TV because our parents were watching it on the TV, and and asking. You know, I think I'd always been aware. I'd always been aware that Germany was this odd, odd country. In fact, I, I I'll tell you where that came from. That came from football World Cups. Oh yeah, well that I, I I the remember whole West I remember. Germany. Thing. Yeah, 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 I remember. Okay. Why is there a West Germany? Why is there an East Germany thing? Um,
0: so yeah, because cool. I, I remember the because um, I remember the West German team because I, I used to really like West Germany. Yeah. So there was like Lothar Matthäus and Rudy Voller and these these. Kind I of remember. Guys. The, I can remember the, the, the strip, strip and, yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, uh, and so there was that that existed, and we had to. Well, I was collecting those, I was collecting football stickers at the time, which you probably remember. Yeah. And, uh, um, but the key thing I remember is. Dad turning to me and saying, This is such an important moment in history. <laughs> he had that proper hand of history moment <laughs> um, and and he said like you're going to want to know where you were when this happened because this is because this is big and so I just remember not really understanding it but trying to take in everything I possibly could about it uh, and it's arguably one of those. One of those early political moments that, the, that shaped the way you think. Um, that and David Hasselhoff was singing. Well, sir, I was, uh,
0: <laughs> I was gonna, I, I was gonna mention that. Do you remember? Because he, he was standing on top of the Berlin Wall, had like a leather jacket full with light bulbs on it. There was a few
1: things because I, uh, I were, like, light bulbs
0: are flashing. He was singing. The, there the, was another the one where
1: he was on like a cherry picker. Did you see that one? I don't know, Where sure a, the, a firework nearly hits him. There's like a shot and there's like fireworks. Because the, the, the song the he was camera. singing was like looking for freedom or something, wasn't it? It was a proper, yeah,
0: you know, a proper song for the moment. Yeah, but he was. I mean, it, so David Hassel was the. I mean, certainly
1: when I was a kid, he was the coolest man alive. Yeah, you know, by by for, a large margin. This is for for, for us. It was. Yeah, yeah Night Rider was one of our favourite, absolute favourite yeah, yeah, shows. Yeah, I mean,
0: there, there were there were a few. There was like Night Rider. There was Airwolf. There was Street Hawk. And yeah. there was the A-Team and stuff. And a few of them had like guys who were reasonably cool. Um, you know, I can't remember the guy from Street *Hawk*. Airwolf. There was Jan Michael Vincent, wasn't there? It was a string fellow, Hawk. And did, did, did you do you know? Do you know what happened to him? No. It's really sad, actually. So he was. Um, so he was a real. He was a real pretty boy, but had like a masculine kind of look about him as well. A bit like you know, like you, you got like people like Clint Eastwood, where you see him as a youngster. He's, he's really good looking yes. as a model. Yeah. But still had this kind of masculinity about him. So he was like, he was like that. I think he was a model as well. Uh, he was, you know, he's really, really good shape, um, you know, proper Hollywood you know, yeah. material. And obviously he did, he did a few films and he did Elves and stuff, but he, he became a drug addict. Um and oh, right. So I think he became homeless a couple of times. I think it was I think it was heroin and other kind of serious drugs. They ended up having his leg chopped off. Oh, blimey. Um, and he died a couple of years ago and he was, re- you know, you, you would not recognise him. He right. just was like emaciated. He was, you know, penniless. Really, really sad story. Yeah. But, but anyway, of all, of all that lot, Michael Knight, David Hasselhoff was just the, you know he was the tall, man, he? bubble
1: perm, yeah, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Then other days, but yeah, that 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 period of time, and I, I see. I remember again early political memories. Obviously, remembering elections and things happening. Remember that, and then uh, you know within a couple of years, the Gulf War. Those are the kind of things that I remember. Yeah, because I remember,
0: I remember the eighty-seven election. Yes, that was, one, that was probably the first election That's, that I, I really got into. Yeah, oh, I would have been,
1: I would have been six at that one. But I just the only thing I can remember is waking up the next morning saying, "Did we won? Did we win?" And then being really glad, really glad. You know, this is this is back in back in days of just being in the house and it being you no, know, you can't let can't let these socialists in. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I remember, I
0: remember. Um, you know, we we'd watch spitting image and stuff, and they'd yeah. be, you know, be probably you know, when Neil we were Kinnick too young. And, and uh, I think I remember, remember, I mum and dad being, you know, warning us about Kinnock and Scargill. And, yes, you know, who's the guy who used to in the spitting image used to spray? Roy Hattersley, Roy Hattersley you know <laughs> these these people yeah. saying so that they're the, they're the scariest men in Britain. I remember remember them saying that. And and anyway, in the eighty seven election. Um, I remember, uh, with my sp- specifically being at school and we were talking about the election cause it was like the first one where you were, we were kind of old enough to really know what was going on or yeah, at least a point. Yeah.
1: And, and you were like nine, uh, 10 at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And we were, we were, so we were, we were talking, uh, we were talking about the, um, uh, about the election, you know, in the, in the coming kind of weeks and days leading up to it. And, uh, my teacher was a, was a, as they all are, but you didn't know that at the time, was a mad lefty Yeah. to the point where... Well, less so then, but yeah. Yeah, but to the point where she had Labour, you know, posters in her, in her windows and, and right. know, that, that kind of thing. And this, I think, so looking back, this, this, this was probably the start of my distrust of teachers as well, because I used to think <laughs> teachers knew everything. I'm like, they're teachers. Yeah. And I remember talking to Dad about this, about saying, what, why is she voting Labour? And yeah, no, she's a teacher, she, she, is surely, you know, she, she should, you know, should what, know, what, you know is, is Labour the right people, to, are Labour the right people to vote for? Yeah. And Dad's like, no, all teachers are left wing and they don't really know much anyway. <laughs> but anyway, on the day of the election, when we won, myself and all my friends, we were all really happy because obviously all well, our mum and dads were, you know, they were, they all were conservative, conservative voters. Yeah. And because, uh, yeah, we live in a reasonably conservative area. Um, so we were we in a very safe seat. Yeah, so we were we all saying, <coughs> yes, we won, we won, and we were kind of cheering, because obviously everyone's mum and dad was, 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 was happy. And just our teacher kind of came around, right, we are not saying a single word about the election, <laughs> that's it. And we got banned, we got banned from, from, mentioning, from it, mentioning it, which talking
1: about, it. so of course we did. Um, do, do you remember anything at school about the fall of the Berlin Wall then? No, no, I remember watching it at home.
0: I remember yeah. watching it happen. So, Me too. And this is something, this, so this is something that I didn't realise uh, about you until recently, or as I say, about you. So I remember um, uh, talking about the Berlin Wall reasonably recently with you. Mm. And I sort of said, I, I originally thought that it was because you, you were taught about East Germany and West Germany, and you were taught about the Berlin Wall. Yeah. So I thought the Berlin Wall was just a wall that went through Berlin and was
1: around all. Of East Germany. The assumption that Berlin was somehow on the border, that's and that exactly that's what where they drew, yeah, yeah. and so yeah. there was this border that went all the
0: way around, yeah. Um, but it was, you know, it started and finished in Berlin or whatever. Yeah, um, it wasn't yeah. until after that when I had to kind of researched myself, I was like, hold up a second, there was a definite East and West Germany, but East Germany had, but Berlin had, Berlin. had Berlin, obviously, they, as well. you know, they, they, they kind of cause they divided it up into four, but obviously the the, the three were, and and that's. Certainly that. Because I didn't realise that, that, that
1: until until later. Uh, it was probably only seven or eight years ago um, right. that I that I really and this this is again this is reading reading Cold War books, mm. um, understanding that um, yeah Germany was, was was split into four um, and so you got the UK, US and French basically quarters um, and uh, and Stalin's bit. Um, and then we obviously went well, we'll manage this together then because mm-hmm. you know we're friends, um, and uh, and that's why why well, the other bit was left. But yeah, the the Berlin bit specifically. I, I as, as a child, that to me, I I didn't I didn't know the difference. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, uh, but then also understanding the um, uh, when they tried to starve them out, you know, the Westerners in in Berlin, when um, you got the airdrops and them trying to come in and. Uh, uh, they've obviously got. They've got to fly over. You know, there's an isolation there. They've got to fly over East Germany to get to West Berlin, um, and all this happening. You know, it's all before our time. Um, but the the fact that, that Checkpoint Charlie existed in our lifetime, you know, um, uh, and
0: I stayed. I stayed just down the road from Checkpoint Charlie. Did you? Um, yeah, that, um, when when I went to Berlin. And, um, it was, I've never been, I really want to. Yeah. It was, it was, it was amazing. Um, and it was, so we, you know, obviously we kind of, you know, you do the, you do the tours and we had, I remember doing a tour in these little kind of Trabant cars that you kind of drive around and you get a guy who's like, kind of, you know, communicating with you, walkie-talkie and he's right you know, telling you, kind of driving around, but then he's telling you all the you know, different stories and, you know, obviously we, we did quite a lot of walking around. Uh, are there proper you know, monuments there? Is there, is yeah, there yeah, 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 there's yeah. like a Holocaust memorial and there's all sorts and then you obviously get to see bits of the wall and, you are know, bringing bits of the wall back and... Um, but it was, and I remember going out in the evenings, um, and they're just—I just, don't know if it's. I'm sure it wasn't just me, but there seemed to be like an air of freedom, still, um, and that was right. probably twenty years after this, yeah, ten or so years ago. Yeah, be longer, but there was still like an air of freedom about about the whole place, and that they're still, you know, they're going and they're they're playing punk rock music and stuff, and they're just happy to be, you know, happy to be free now. I mean, and, and one, and what was really handy, I was um I was there with a, a few friends, and one of them was a i will not name drop, but he's a, a, a reasonably significant rock guitarist. Who um, I know who
1: you mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You, you probably wouldn't recognise in the street, but you'd play one of his songs. Everyone would know him, and he toured around the world, and he'd, he, he loved he Berlin. So we kind of, you know, sort of met him over there, and he kind of showed us around and showed us all these, these great, great places to see bands and live music and everything, and it was yeah, it was incredible. Really, you've got to you've got to go. Yeah, like,
1: no, I um, do want to. Um, I suppose coming back to your point about uh, uh, the youth of today not having something similar. Um, I suppose the, the, the event and then events that happened afterwards, and we're talking 10 plus years, um, that have defined this age, if you like, have more been, um, terrorist events. And so, um, the I, I don't, nine, I, don't I, I don't like saying 9/11 because I, I, I never I never liked it as a term it seemed like a really lazy thing to say um, the September the 11th bombings whatever whatever you want to call it because the point is it wasn't just the twin towers it was the Pentagon um, uh, as well and there was obviously that other downed uh, another downed plane um, but that that there are there are obviously people who um, missed out on the era we're talking about and fell into this one. And the point is that there was a very large scale deployment of troops that happened after that in terms of Afghanistan and Iraq uh, and that lasted for years. It's you know, still really kind of still going on in many ways. Um, then you've got London bombings, then you've got. Other, um, you know, other places in the world getting getting hit as well. Then you got France repeatedly and Belgium more recently, and so it feels like even even though the IRA existed when we were kids, and I certainly remember. In fact, I I, I there was a day when uh, a bomb went off in the street near Canary Wharf. Trying to think of what year that would have been. I was still at primary school, so this would have still been in the 80s, I would think. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because one of my friends' dad's car, he was like, when we got the newspaper, he was like, that's my dad's car, (laughs) which had all its windows smashed in and all this kind of stuff. I I remember remember
0: the 7-7 bombings and, um, you know, managed... Because I was going going into work on the Central Line. Yeah. Yeah. because I'd stayed over with Julie, so I was kind of going in from, you know, from Essex. Yeah. You know, the start of the Central Line, all the way into into Central London. Yeah. And I remember going through the, you know, I I, was go- I went through the stations, a couple of the stations that, you know, at least one of the stations that, that was blown up. And, um, you know, I remember going in and, and think, you know, you obviously realise what, what's happened afterwards. Um, not being able to get hold of, of anybody. Yeah. Um, I remember you managed to get a hold of me. It's <laughs> the only way I could get online because our like text messages weren't coming through, you know, none of that. So I remember logging onto World Warcraft. of Warcraft.
1: That's how I got a hold of you. Um, that was the
0: only way I could get messages to people. Yeah, um, and uh, I remember a friend who I was working with, who uh, so we we managed to get into and Obviously, it was taking ages to get into work, um, but we, we we all managed to get in eventually. And one of the guys still wasn't around, and he managed to get through. I remember him being on like the phone to the guy next to me. We were sort of, you know, all listening and, and just checking. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm just about to catch a bus. And then suddenly there's this explosion. And he's, okay, maybe not that bus. It was literally just right behind him. Crazy. You know, 50 yards behind him when the, yeah. the bus exploded. It was Everything was just so close to home. Yeah. It was just, and yeah.
1: that's the change, isn't it? We went from Cold War to the war on terror which has kind of continued to define now and and, and, and Iraq war Afghanistan all of, all of I remember that. The, I remember the first Iraq war as well. that was the, that was the
0: cuz I was a bit I was a bit too young to really know about the Falklands mm. um, I was just a little bit too young but the, yeah. the Iraq war that was like it was like the first war cuz yeah. you know you'd studied you know world war 1 and world 2 it was a very short and, war though. and that kind of stuff but but I remember when it when it started being actually really curious and thinking we're, we're finally at war i've never been at war before well not really um you know yeah and and i'd remember well, reading, read, reading newspapers i, I remember, remember taking it. a little pocket radio into into school and i was yeah, kind of, sort of, of had course. a headphone and i was kind of sort of listening to the news at school and i should yeah. been through my you know I was kind of like this and having to you know try and try and work out what was going on and yeah. i remember kind of you know get seeing little maps and newspapers and Showing where everyone like, know, was and where the troops were going and yeah when was that 90, 91,
1: 91. Was 91. 91. I remember um, we went on a holiday uh, to Hunstanton <laughs> 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 and uh, we just spent the week poring over the newspapers yeah because you know, it was happening like right then
0: yeah
1: and obviously we were a bit older with uh, with the September eleventh bombings as well
0: I was at, I was at work and yeah it happened yeah. for a
1: few years but um, I wonder whether that like there was a clear enemy, and you know, Hollywood, the making of film and TV, always shapes the era as well, doesn't it? And well, so, it, was, it
0: was the comics, wasn't it? It was the Reds. Absolutely. They, they, they were the enemy. They were and, evil.
1: But, yeah, but it was very specifically, yeah, it, it was Soviet, and it was Russia. Russia bad. You know, anyone with a Russian accent in a film was the bad guy. Um, and, I mean, it almost sounds funny talking, talking about it now. Because now, like, po- the poor Russian people, who are just referred to as Russia, Russia bad, Russia is bad again now, um, the poor, you know, the average... Um, I was going to say Joe, but um, the average Ivan on the street <laughs> is, uh, yeah, is not to blame for uh, any of the policies of, uh, of, the, of the Russian government. Um, but it became... It became, you know, we had we had Jack Bauer and Twenty Four. Suddenly oh, it became.
0: I remember, I remember that. But
1: suddenly it became. I'm gonna, you know, tell me where the bomb is, or I'm gonna cut your head off, and all this. You know, it became. It became something that was designed to also enforce uh, the idea that the certainly the American state can use torture, force what. Whatever means necessary for the greater well, good. Yes, yeah, the greater good is the end justifies the means. The end justifies yeah. the means. This is, this is about saving lives. And if we break a few eggs in the process. you know. But even even over here, so television shows
0: like Spooks were all just, just adding to the clutter. You liked bit, Spooks. I, I did, but because. <laughs> I mean, so the first couple of seasons I liked. Um,
1: but you see, I don't I, I mean, they were ridiculous. No, but you see, I don't know whether it's. Because I mean, you work in the tech industry as well, but I just remember I hating anything that took the piss out of tech, and it was all flashing lights and stupid noises and all this. Were, yeah, it was just like, there were, there That's were. not real at all. Yeah, there were a couple of daft things. I think there was, there was one. It was all there. daft. Do you remember but the one with the firewall and everything? Well, the they in yeah, the centre. suddenly the lights go off. It's just
0: oh no, they're in the inner sanctum. Di-
1: diabolical. All of it but yeah but there were
0: some, there were some good episodes there were some really proper gritty episodes um, yeah I mean one of the main characters got like a, got like a head dunked in some boiling oil you like see I remember that was a real three, four.
1: that was a real uh, I remember that being on the news I remember it being this whole I can't believe the BBC had done this yeah, yeah. all this kind of stuff and then when I finally saw I thought I thought this scene the way it' been described I thought it was going to be something out of a horror movie. I was I was really disappointed when I finally saw it, and it was all just a kind of there uh, uh, we go. It, it was it wasn't. <laughs> oh, I thought it
0: was because because they stuck a arm in first yeah to try and get it to, yeah to talk or whatever, and then that didn't work, so they just dunked her head in, and then she was she was still alive, so they just shoot her in the back of the head. Yeah, it was pretty grim.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think just I thought it was going to be even worse right than it actually was, um, but yeah, it, TV and film and all this. It turned it turned the terrorist terrorist into the bad guy, didn't it? I mean, we could God, we could talk for hours, couldn't we, about whether it turned um, the Islamic terrorist into the bad guy or not? Um, that's like that's a whole huge can of worms, right there, isn't it? Because nowadays that stuff is kind of airbrushed out a bit, isn't it? In terms of the. Uh, the uh, um, in, in, unless it's a, unless it's some unless it's an anti islam unless it's a white supremacist or anything like that where it's very heavily publicised that this was a uh, you know an Islamophobic attack or whatever um, the, the, if it's anything religious now it's just kind of just kind of left out of the reporting um, but that's that's what the kids of today have grown up with going, yeah well, I've got I've got people who work for me like this I've got people who work for me now that were born this century. Well, not not that depressing. That's yeah. It's it's and so these people, so for them, uh, the nine eleven attacks were were their Falklands, yeah. You know, for, for the, they they were very young. We were very young in the Falklands War. Didn't really get it, but you hear about it later and all this. These 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 people, these well, they're, adults they're, now. They, well, yeah, they, they were don't. they were four or five when, um, or three or four when the Iraq War happened? happened. They grew up. So this concept of war, you're like, oh well, we've got a war finally, we're at war. Um, you know, most of the most of the, the kids now, the the ones in the ones in there in the you know, about twenty now, they they grew up with us at war, Tony Blair and Bush and us at war. And I just wonder how that that does inform your politics of things. Um, I mean, it's an interesting enough relationship anyway, having Blair and Bush, whereas. For us, it was um, Thatcher and Reagan. Reagan, Thatcher and Reagan, uh, and then Bush Senior, obviously as well, before before Clinton. Um, so it's very much um, right wing and right wing, you know. Whereas Bush and Blair, you got the complete, yeah. know, complete kind of opposite. I say complete opposite because kind of right it's wing left, yeah. Right yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, But that that made it different. Um, but what what do you think about how? How this next generation must be feeling about it, because, for us, say for us, it was all about you, you had a, you had an ideology that was you were at war with. You had the Russians, but it was also there was an ideology there.
0: Well, it's, a, it's kind of, yeah, like you say, there was the, it was the, the, the war on kind of on communism, I guess. Yeah. And now it's the war on terror, which is which is different because it's all sort of spread about and it's sparse and it's not like Russia, which is like yeah. a clear well, it was like a clear enemy in China, a and, clear and present it's like, it's, danger. Um, whereas you don't, you don't really get that with with the war on the war on terror. Um, it's it's uh, just going back to your point. It's crazy that there are adults now that were born this I, I, that were born this century. I still think of people well, born adults. Yeah, technically they're adults. I mean, I still think of people born in the eighties are young. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I feel old
1: now. Um, so where do we go from here? It's been 30 years since the fall of the burning Wall. We still remember it. We've now got an election where a socialist, uh, an out-and-out, out-and-out Marxists. You know what? What did McDonald McDonald was talking about? Did he st- I can't remember the word. Did he st- talk about rehabilitating Marx or something? He used some phrase at the weekend um, about you know wanting to. what well, everyone should should you know reread Marx and all this, and you just think, have we
0: not? have we not been here before well so Jeremy Corbyn's number one advisor Seamus Mill yeah. is an out and out Stalinist yeah and he's not he's not shy about it no you know, he's not he didn't you know, he's, he's quite open about the fact that he he's a, he's a Stalin fanboy and it's yeah it's, it's so scary well so there were talks the other day about Dominic Cummings being a being a Russian spy like if anyone's advisor is a Russian spy did you see it's going to be Seamus did, Mill did
1: you it? see there's some there's some Twitter parody account of Corbyn I retweeted, I retweeted okay. it and it said, um, uh, uh, "This is outrageous." Uh, I'm, uh, Dominic Cummings is a, a Russian spy. I never saw him at any meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was very clever. Um, yeah, Agent Cobb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, the thing is, all of this stuff's coming out again now. I said coming out again. The usual suspects from the conservative. Press and the Conservative MPs—they're all popping up now, saying, "Oh, we can't possibly vote in a communist, a Marxist, an IRA sympathizer, a Hamas supporter." Yada, yada yada. All this stuff's coming out. Twenty seventeen election was different. I mean, it was different, and there are factors now where some people who did vote for Labour won't vote for Labour this time. I do believe that.
0: Well, so all the all the people who were told. You can vote for me because Jeremy Corbyn it, won't get in. Exactly, or and now going to oh, really hold up a second. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but I suppose the point is, none of those arguments really worked in 2017. So are they going to work again this time? Bringing up all that all that stuff. I mean, to me, we should be the, <laughs> the government should be holding a special celebration on the fall of the Berlin Wall because it's 30 years. I mean, what an excuse. ...to talk about the end of communism... ...at the beginning of a political campaign... ...and you get to say... ...this isn't political... ...and <laughs> you know, all, all of that... ...you know... ...invite over the Germans... ...do, do all of it... ...except every invitation to go over there... ...and celebrate this moment... ...because there are people... ...that don't remember it... ...and they need to understand it... ...go and interview... ...East Germans... ...and talk to them about this stuff... Um, ...let alone let alone talking about yeah. Yeah, yeah, interviewing Estonians and Poles and, and, and other, other people, that this is very, very recent memory from. You know, we're, when, we were, when we were born, when we were growing up, um, the Second World War was there kind of looming in the distant, in the not-too-distant you know, not, not past. And you would meet people and you know people and our grandparents and all this kind of stuff well, yeah, cause who he- were in the war. And in fact, our parents were basically born at the end of the war. Um, and it wasn't it didn't it didn't feel too far away, yeah. Because you had you had old people who were
0: um you know who were veterans of the Second World War, and you had the really old people who were veterans of the First World War. And too. now
1: basically they're all gone. And actually, you've got to be, you know, you're going to be pretty old even to have been alive in the Second World War. Now that seems that seems proper distant. When they, when you talk about seventy years and all this kind of stuff, that then suddenly it seems like a proper long time ago, um, and. To me, the Cold War, the end of the Cold War is starting to feel like that. Uh, and so again, people growing up now, it's going to be, oh yeah, well it kind of happened then. Albeit, educationally, people are taught about the Second World War, but I don't think they're really taught about the Cold War. No, I again, don't think Again, so. the fact that we didn't really, I mean, the, all the stuff I've learned about the Cold War, I've got from reading books, uh, because I was interested in it. And there, you know, there were films and things. Well, um, I remember reading Tom Clancy like you did. But then that just spurred me on to go and read um, uh, non-fiction um, about this period of time as well, mm. um, and uh, and that's that's where I picked up this stuff um, uh, because it was it was of the fiction of the time. But if you think about timings as well, so the the distance between
0: the Second World War ending and me being born is about the same time yeah. as
1: you know the the Cold War ending and now. That, that's what I'm saying. Um, that's scary, isn't it? That is, that is scary, isn't it? other than us just going, oh, we're really old now. Um, it's just a kind of, I, I think it's important that there, this, this memory lives on. We, we, we have been very fortunate, and I and I hope again on the 12th of December, that we're very fortunate again for not to have a country that has ever really been ruled by socialists or communists. I mean, you, know, you can talk about previous Labour administrations that we've had, um, uh, in, uh, uh, in the, again, uh, in the last century, um, but uh, all these other Eastern Bloc countries, that's just what they grew up with, proper, proper communism, proper secret police, proper, all of that, no democracy, um, and, and they remember it, they remember it, it's why they resist an awful lot of the EU stuff, uh, they're like, no not us, not us, it's still too fresh, Whereas we don't, we don't have that. We have the fights against people like Michael Foote and now Jeremy Corbyn. But, and it's just kind of a, accepted that we'll kind of keep them at bay.
0: One, one of the differences though, so, you know, the, the the Second World War now, you know, fascism is seen as being this, this awful abhorrent ideology. And rightly so. Yeah. But so is communism. You know, communism yeah. killed tens of millions of people more than yeah. fascism did. Yeah. Yeah it's okay to go on national television and say I'm literally a communist. I, that's I, how, I, I, I I find I, that I, so I, sh- I really struggle with that. I also well you know, it, imagine if someone went on and said I'm literally, literally a, fascist. a fascist. Yeah. You'd, you'd expect them to to yeah, to, to, to be hounded out and to never work again. Yeah. Quite rightly. Yeah. you can
1: you, uh. well you can be you can be someone that is invited again and again and again in the you know, in the case in the case of Ash Sarkar that you're talking about there on the BBC. She's just done all the time. Um, it's like, why, why isn't this person... <laughs> why isn't this person painted in the light that they should be? Um, and, well, yeah, that, that's that's just the time we're, we're living in, I suppose. But um, communism
0: is never... It's never reached... In spite of the death count. Yeah. And, and even even the people who didn't die, the abject misery and oh, yeah. poverty oh, that yeah. caused for hundreds of millions of people. It's never been... Kind of taken to the, the you know to the extent that the fascism, the fascism has been, which is ridiculous as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, no, there were two, there were two great ills of the 20th century, and they were those two ideologies. Exactly two. Uh, yeah, and and there are fundamental differences to them, um, but these are two massively statist, uh, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just. It, it, any, any actual communists listening or watching this which I doubt there will be, saying no, 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 communism isn't statism, yada, 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 it's like this, 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 because you can't get to the place you want to get to um, with, without it, and you'll never get there um, so yeah On that cheery note, is that a, is that a good place to end it? Uh, probably is um, it's been 30 years since the fall of the Berlin Wall and we should all remember it, and we should all talk about it more, um, because we don't want anything like that to happen again. Thank you very much for listening to Sounding Board, and for watching us if you were watching us.
0: And feel free so so not only do you can you subscribe now on wherever you get your your podcast, but you can you can subscribe on YouTube as well. You can I've now got a YouTube channel.
1: One of our sub- subscribers, uh, the link will be in the description. Um, what, and be,
0: can I put it here or?
1: It, it might do, you, be, do you know how to do it? Can you put? Also, whenever I watch YouTube there, videos, I see people pointing, there. and then you get these links. Uh, right, I can put, I can put something about there. Okay, and I can put something about there.
0: Our, our podcast listeners
1: are, are, have no idea what we do here. I mean, there might be soundingboard.com might be about there. Okay, but that's just because I'm using free software.
0: Okay, but so, anyway,
1: so so please please subscribe, rate, review, share all of that stuff we need more people like you watching listening
0: thank you very much